When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are live. Hey, everybody. It is Tuesday, February 26th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast talking Smackdown Live. Man, uh, Night of Returns tonight. We had the Hardys back as a tag team. We had Kevin Owens. Kind of a crazy Smackdown. Uh, Mr. Matt Morgan, Mr. Raj Geary joining me as always. Matt, what did you think of tonight? And seeing KO back in shape, just like you talk, uh, said, looking all summer. I, I do not like the way they just totally batista batista him from the royal rumble um or no i'm sorry roman reigns him i should say from the royal rumble back in philadelphia they totally just brought him in and got him a whole crap load of heat on him for stealing kofi's spot i'm pissed off at them for that yeah that's what yeah that i thought that hurt it too i thought, I thought it was great seeing Owens back it was a big surprise again shaking things up this show moved really fast but um yeah, I, th- I thought it really took the steam off of Owen's return by having him take Kofi's spot. And he's a babyface, you know, clearly tonight. Yeah. It, it didn't make any sense other than the proverbial burial. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah. So, I, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Unless Kofi is a longer-term play, which yeah, I still don't care. If after Mania, Daniel Bryan keeps the title, let's say, you guys, and then let's say Kofi gets the shot again because he remains hot somehow over three months, let's just say. Best-case scenario. What a, KO's killed off because he took the dude that everyone wants to see get this match, his match. Yeah, it looks to me like they called an audible. I think most people watching tonight, um, obviously a lot of people are pissed. But I think it seems to me like they're they see how hot Kofi is right now and feel like that's the WrestleMania match. And I don't see you moving Kofi to the WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan unless Kofi's winning, right? Because if Kofi's going to lose, you might as well do it at Fastlane. And that's that's my guess. That's what it seems like to me. It makes no sense otherwise. I turned my volume up. Am I still okay with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yo, can you? If that's what it is, and it's mania, and they're trying to recreate Daniel Bryan's magic against Daniel Bryan, yeah, that's awesome. I actually, I actually appreciate and respect that. <laughs> that's I I, I'm assuming you know how WWE I'll is a lot it. of times. I wanted it to be AJ, but no, I'll take it. I'm, I'm on this Kofi train. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought that was great. Kofi getting a shot at mania, especially if you go, it would be fantastic. We were talking just going into elimination chamber. Wouldn't it be great if they? Uh, you know, bounce the title back and forth, hot yeah. potato to Kofi. Um, but I think him coming out of Mania as champion, oh, I think man. would be what a Cinderella story, uh, all things considered, in the way this has played out for him. You know, the uh, 11 year overnights and sin. Yeah, it, again, if they pull the trigger on that, if that's what they're doing and that's that's the play, which it makes all the sense of the world for it to be that. Um, it doesn't make sense to take Kofi out of Fastlane and put him in Mania only for him to lose, in my opinion. Okay. Now let's go back to KO. What does that do for him? Well, they could put him. It could be a triple threat. Yeah, it could be U.S. title. I mean, there's a lot. There's different options you could do for KO. You know, Matt, what you said, I um, 
the crowd, I felt like, wasn't reacting to him that strong later tonight because he took Kobe's spot. And so, the biggest it, thing you can do. Yeah, so he kind of chopped his legs out right from underneath him. So if he's not over against Daniel Bryan at Fastlane, assuming they stick with this main event, there's not something next week that gets Kofi added back in. Then it's a triple threat. Uh, Let's just hope we're being bamboozled, man. I pray we're being bamboozled and tricked. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope that, you know, Kofi winning, that'd be a huge moment. And who thought we'd be saying this, you know, two months ago? Hell no. Yeah, so tonight there was supposed to be a contract signing between Kofi and Daniel Bryan. They showed that video package talking about Kofi's debut, his U.S. title run, his Intercontinental title run, his tag team titles, uh, really putting him over in that package. And then right before he could sign the contract, Vince McMahon comes out and says, nope, for best for business, we need a better competitor against Daniel Bryan in the uh, main event at Fastlane. And uh, here's Kevin Owens coming back first time with almost six months since he's been gone. And yeah, uh, seemed like to bring him back as a baby face after that segment. Obviously, Kofi and the New Day very pissed off to have that opportunity taken away from them. But Kevin Owens says, I want to tag tonight with Kofi Kingston against Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. That was the main event match setting that up. Um, next week, if there's some hijinks that ensue to get him into Fastlane, making that a triple threat. But for now, yeah, I think the long-term plan with Kofi definitely seems like a possibility. After that, we had The Bar versus The Hardy Boys back together now. Raj Wrestling Inc. reported today that their contract has been renewed. WWE picked up a 30-year option and a significant pay bump. Um, is that part of, hey, we're keeping you guys and paying you more? Go out there and uh, show your worth? Or what happened tonight? Yeah, so they had, they had a two-year deal with an option for a third. Um, and, you know, Matt Hardy sent out an interesting tweet last week where he said, like, they're becoming free agents in 11 days. Or at least he is, but you know, they signed together. Um, to me, that seemed like it was sending a reminder to WWE to get on this contract. You know, to they're going to exercise that third year because if they want WWE for, to forget about it, so they could become free free agents, I don't think he'd say anything at all. Um, so anyway, yeah. WWE uh, exercised that third year option, so Hardys are you know on board for another year uh, and loved it. Yeah, and it makes all the sense for them to be teaming together. They really weren't doing – I mean, Matt Hardy, obviously, you know, was injured for a while, has not been – has, you know, he has been cleared for a while, uh, has not been doing anything. His tag team with Bray Wyatt is not anything close to, you know, what him and Jeff are. So uh, this makes – this is using them in the strongest way possible for both of them, so it makes all the sense in the world. And they're entertaining. Love watching them. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to um, switch over to cellular on my internet connection. People in the chat are saying. Yeah, so, it's I weird guess. how that works better than Wi-Fi. It shouldn't, but it does. Same with right. Talk amongst yourselves. Garage, I will, uh, fix Especially if you got 4G. Um, yeah, it's weird. But yeah, so uh, you know what was interesting is they had announced Johnny Gargano versus Cesaro tonight. And so they completely yeah. <laughs> completely didn't didn't do it didn't even mention it uh what did they exchange it for like, what did they trade it out for with, with this the hardys against uh, cesaro and and oh yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah no mention uh johnny gargano uh and tomasa champa okay. they weren't on raw either that's okay with me you don't have plans for them right and in winning situations number one Right then, then I'm cool with them taking a week off. I'm always okay with that with the talent. I'm cool with them taking until WrestleMania off, until Takeover. Because if the yeah. plan is for them to wrestle each other, I hate seeing them yeah. feuding on NXT and then they're a tag team on WWE. I know they're two separate shows, but they're still supposed to be the same 
world and it just makes everything look fake you know what i mean it i can takes suspend out of the- my disbelief because i have now become a 2019 wrestling fan where i am starting to care more at times about the action than the storylines and that's horrible i can't believe i'm saying that and admitting it <laughs> really I, I the athleticism sometimes i'm going holy shit. like i'm watching as a fan and going these little dudes are freaking athletic as hell yeah. and they're doing innovative stuff so sometimes for me once in a blue moon i mean guys one out of a hundred times we're talking here i'm okay and i'll suspend my disbelief if the matches are ridiculous and when those two dudes are in the matches and any of the matches those matches are ridiculous yeah and so well, i did i meant wrestlemania weekend takeover yeah not, yeah not at not at mm-hmm. wrestlemania so yeah so uh, uh spoiler alert for nxt earmuffs guys if you don't want to be spoiled on this um it, w- it looks like it will be happening based on the last tapings gargano versus champa for the nxt title at takeover in brooklyn yeah, so keep so. you know keep them off of TV. You could show some vignettes, uh, uh, do that, but don't have them be a tag team while while they're feuding on NXT. Just keep it's not hard to do. It, it, you know, it, Matt, I agree with you. I think having the great matches it, it, de- it definitely sucks you in. You know, with the takeovers, I'm not into the characters as much um, necessarily. And well, I, I take that back. Actually, I, I do think be. they do a pretty right. good job, but they, they don't seem like larger than life superstars as well. Um, but those takeovers are some of the best shows I ever see. You never see a, even uh you never even see a a minus a- show. They're always like A to A plus. Has there been a crappy? No. Has there been a crappy one yet? There's been a. I feel like that one where they had the really long War Games match that was really good, but not quite. I mean, that was like an A minus. That's for me my worst one too. Good call. Yeah. yeah. And the last one was good. It just wasn't the spectacular. As, um, it was miss, missing like the momentous, like something big happening there. Yeah, but it was uh, it was awesome though. Like so, the surprise return of Matt Morgan, you know what I mean? The, the, <laughs> I, I would pop for that. <laughs> I would pop for it, kicking <laughs> everybody's heads off. WWE paying attention, there's two. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, so uh, Jeff won this with the Swanton Bomb on Sheamus, and the Hardys are back. We'll see what happens from there. It should be noted, so Bruce Pritchard running creative now, correct? Already back there behind the scenes making it all happen. Yep. I felt like this show, even more than usual, felt like it moved even faster. I, I felt like yeah. uh, the matches are shorter, which I'm for. If, if there's no stakes in the match and it's not uh, it's not a title match or anything, there's or no reason line. for it. Yeah, or no storyline. Story it's just saying uh, match, right? Exactly. I'm okay with that too, yeah. Yeah, keep them shorter so you get more people on the show. It moves faster. And save the longer matches for ones where there's a purpose mm-hmm. for there's a title or for pay-per-views. You get so many long matches now. You know, you know, have them be a little more rare. So I thought this show moved even faster than usual. I thought Raw last night moved a lot faster than usual. So I, I think Bruce Pritchard's creative. I think you kind of see some of the changes. And it was the show was kind of unpredictable. You know, no one expected that that opening segment. No, I sure as hell did. Yeah. Yeah. No, it felt very different. Even the way they showed that video package for Kofi felt like, okay, this is a really, really different approach here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's good. I think Bruce uh, has his finger on the pulse more of what the fans want right now. And he's able to put that through his creative lens. We'll see. I mean, I think most fans would say they want longer matches and more wrestling. Um, Hardcore and, fans will say, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they're, they're the most vocal, right? Um, it's true. Yeah. So if you avoid that extent. and see if this works, getting more characters on, getting more personalities, like we're going to get to our truth, but 
I thought he was phenomenal tonight. Phenomenal yeah. tonight. No, he we, crushed his promo. Yeah, absolutely. But guys, we talk about wanting longer matches, but at the same time, look at the hardcore fan base. I mean, look on Twitter as uh, a great example of that. How often have we heard for the last three months how bored people are? People just yeah. bored, 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 bored. Um, I, yeah. Well, you want longer matches? Watch two hundred five live. You know, right. Raw and SmackDown. No. Like, right. <laughs> that's like I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, but if that's what you're uh, lacking is longer matches, there's plenty of plenty of places to get it. Yeah, absolutely. So we did see our truth come out tonight and issue a U.S. Open challenge. He was out with Carmella. They did the dance break. Weird they kept that off TV for such a long time, um, given how over that was still with the crowd. And answering his open challenge, Andrade with Zelina Vega came out. And then Rey Mysterio came out. It ended up being a triple threat for the U.S. title. And I don't know about you guys. I was really surprised our truth retained. I was afraid they were going to take it off too. quickly. I was yeah. too, but it does a lot of good. I, I love I love who they who they brought out for this. Do you know what I mean? They they put we were just worried about Andra, uh, Andrade um last was it last week? Yeah, uh, yeah, last week where he lost to um uh, call up. Alistair Black, was it? Yeah. Or no. One of the call-ups. One of the call-ups. Yeah, it was Alistair Black, I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Alistair. And very concerned about it, remember? And uh you know, here he is being thrown. Okay, he didn't win, but he was thrown into the three-way, right, for the U.S. title, and I bet you he ends up winning it eventually. Yeah, you know, I think our uh, truth was. I mean, he he, he paid tribute to John Cena here. So said funny. he's been watching. <laughs> that is so funny because they're the same age. Said he's been watching him since he was a kid. I think our truth is actually older than John Cena. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. I promise this. I will. Yeah. I guarantee this. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I thought our truth was tremendous here. I thought it was funny. I think they could put, you know, I'm not, I like my comedy and wrestling and spots, you know, in spurts. They're not doing anything with the U.S. title right now, uh, big, um, as far as having someone hold it to get them to the next level. So if, if this is going to be entertaining, um, I'm all for it. And I, I think they could put a different spin with R Truth doing the open challenges um, yes. than they've done in the past. So I'd like to see where they go with it. So I thought I thought it was I thought it was good. Again, he pinned uh, Rey Mysterio for that win tonight after Rey did the uh, 619 to Andrade. Then Truth got the better of Rey. Yeah, rolled Truth, him the Truth did the five-knuckle shuffle at one point. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I thought that was fantastic. And then Charlotte Flair came out. I thought, guys, Charlotte tonight cut one of the best promos of her career, really just calling out Ronda Rousey and actually making it feel like there's some genuine uh, meat to this feud. Between them and Charlotte saying that, you know, Ronda dropping the belt, that's not what a champ does. Um, you know, she's ready to go and claim that title. I thought Charlotte was fantastic tonight. Even at the end with that smirk and that wink, this is uh, the Charlotte Flair I've been waiting to see. Matt Morgan, what did you think? Two weeks in a row, she's hit world beater promos. Um, two times in a row. I thought she was really good. I mean, this is her call. This is where she should be. She should be a heel. Um, she's comfortable here as a baby face. She just seemed out of place and awkward with the robe and cutting face promos. But, I, but again, I did rise really quick. I'm sorry. I want to remind the fans the impossibility of being told, hi, your job now is to go out and F everything up with the hottest act in the, in the WWE <laughs> in the last 10 years. Who the fans are drooling to see get a dream match at WrestleMania, her crowning achievement. She's going to win the world title and beat the world's toughest so whatever the world baddest be on the planet ronda rousey for the for the women's uh world title and you get to go screw it up and turn it into a three-way 
good luck. You have two and a half minutes. Here's a mic. And <laughs> she goes out and cuts those promos in back-to-back weeks. Charlotte, you just showed exactly why you're the best female in the game today, period. No one can argue it anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. I still, She's the yeah. best all around. She might not be the hottest at the moment. I get and not physically, but talent-wise and the fans right. catching on fire with somebody right now with Becky. I get that, but I'm sorry. Overall, no one could touch her. Uh, I I agree and disagree. I think Daniel Bryan's more natural in his promos. I feel like Charlotte, you could still see the effort there a little bit. Who cares? Daniel Bryan's being asked to do is not even close to what Charlotte was being asked to do. Yeah. That's true. Daniel Bryan goes on to hot crowds. You too can cut world beater promos in hot crowds that love you guys. And every time you go out and you lay a dump in the middle of the ring, they'll cheer. Oh, my God. Daniel Bryan took a shit in the middle of the ring. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me touch it and smell it. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> right? And let me rub one out over it. P.S. Charlotte, on the other hand, uh, opposite, complete opposite spectrum. Going out where normally she would be super cheat and super booed for yeah. ruining the world's greatest main event to every one of these marks. You know? Let me let me ask you this, Matt. Let me, let me ask you this. With the, the Becky storyline, is she kind of getting... Is she coming down a little bit? Is she cooling off a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely, and I'm pissed at the WWE for doing it. I, honestly, I am. This was Becky's moment, and I'm one of those that thinks she should have gotten it. But I can't argue from what Charlotte's done. She's earned this. She has absolutely earned this. And I like that they continue the story that you, she's going to go to Raw to collect the belt. I like yeah. that. You know, so it's all. <laughs> It, it makes you want to tune into Raw again Got with the it. storytelling. This, you know, uh, one thing I always complain about about SmackDown and Raw is they don't have cliffhangers, a reason to change, you know, tune in. This gives you a reason to tune into Raw, see what happens with this. So, I, 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 I really, I thought this is the first time I can think of that I like Raw and SmackDown both. On the same week. Yeah. Raj, one other thing. Sorry, Glenn. One other thing, guys, is that and Raj, I know you like this. Same as me, like they made the title seem even more important. And finally, right? Like yeah. one week she's throwing it down, and next week you have the best. My again, my opinion, number one female in the game, praising it and saying what a big deal that is. How dare you disrespect that title? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love right. that. And it's not a unrealistic move. Like it's no. not just a, a, a one dimensional heel thing. You should, like re, you should respect the title. You can yeah. see Charlotte's point of view. So yeah. Love that part, Glenn. Are you still there? You were you were freezing a little bit. He was dying laughing. <laughs> I think I think we lost Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Oh man. Damn it, Glenn! You gotta get back on and put my joke over. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. You you might need to go down to the two G. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um. So uh, here, let me let me drive here for a second till we get Glenn back. So yeah, we had the Charlotte Flair promo. Um. After we're back. That, yeah, you're back. Okay. Um, no, I, Matt, thank you for that joke. Uh, if anyone's using a new sponsor, Notecast, Notecast, save that. That's the portion of this episode, I think, that was <laughs> going to be tough to beat. Uh, high point of my day, Matt. Um, <laughs> but seriously, uh, I think the problem I feel like with Becky right now in Charlotte and a lot of the stuff going to Mania, uh, but specifically Becky, Charlotte, and Rhonda, they've got three weeks of story and they have to stretch it out to five weeks. At this point, how are they going to keep our interest? I didn't think they could do it to begin with, to be perfectly honest. Why? It was going to be three away. You saw how pissed I was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was so angry, you know, not in a good way either. Yeah. I don't want to watch it kind of way. Again, I think each, uh, each 
each each week with each show uh, i feel right. like charlotte's getting stronger becky's getting a little weaker and ronda's where ronda is which i don't like that's not the hook it shouldn't be the hook you know what i mean yeah. I don't know what they can do here yeah yeah what do you suppose like can you imagine i hate to compare this to austin that's not a fair comparison right but that's the one we can all relate to as yeah of not explaining that unexplainable it that just takes over and all, the next day it's on every you know Austin 316 says this whip your asses all over everywhere, you know, like that had happened, remember? Yeah. And, and um, so my question is back then, can you imagine if they cooled off Stone Cold like on purpose and like they kept <laughs> off TV and they said, Don't say that 316 thing uh next week. Please, whatever you do, don't say it again. And on top of it, <laughs> uh, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna uh you know, book you whatever it is in Brett in a draw Brett versus Bret Hart in a draw, whatever the hell it is, to just Things to purpose, they almost hamper him to bring up two other talents. Let's say like Triple H and let's right. say Which I, they actually did one year. Remember that? Somebody, right? Somebody that 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 level that was right there in the main event, right? But they give the shine to those two instead of Stone Cold's Austin 316 said I'd swip your ass moment. Do you, you know, know they actually did that, Matt? Do you remember that? That one year when they started, uh, when Austin turned heel, and then Triple H was kind of like the leader of their group, and he was, and he was playing sickle, was. Second, and it didn't work. The no, fans didn't buy it. What the worst was, and I bought this hook line and sinker. I don't know if you guys remember this. Was the Rock, all right, huge Rock fan, and I got pissed because every pay per view I ordered, he would lose to Triple H. Mm-hmm. I'm going, what the hell? Triple H always wins. What the? When did he drop the title? Like a total mark, like a total like fan, like. Right, my money in college, I didn't even have. I'm asking my parents to send me more money each month. <laughs> I'd buy the pay per views, and uh, all the football, t- everyone come in and scrounge off me. And we watch it, but I hook every line and sinker every month, you guys, and go along and go along. Finally, when the rock won, like it was awesome, yeah. but I would argue it was still a few months late from when he was more red hot to won it. Yeah, I can't remember him beating Triple H one on one. There was one WrestleMania where they did that four way. It was like uh, yeah. sixteen, and Triple H won that. It made no sense. Like Rock should have won that. It, uh, and anyway, I mean, they did their hardest to put uh, Triple H over. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, but with Becky, uh, yeah. Hopefully, th- I'd like to say hopefully this ends That's this bad. Monday. Um, you know, and then, yeah, they they did the angle with Ronda, so hopefully she's reinstated <laughs> and all that, and they set something up for Fastlane because. Mm. Uh, they need to take Becky out of this suspension gimmick because I don't think it's really helping her that much. And she needs to do cut one of her world beater promos again. Yeah. Those yeah. Baddest- and not apologize to Vince, you know, to, oh to, to have her suspension God. lifted. Darn, I wanted to throw this to the TV. <laughs> if there's one thing to nitpick tonight, it's that we did get that Charlotte promo and we got the Lacey Evans drive-by. There was no other women's wrestling represented on SmackDown tonight. Lacey Evans drive by wasn't good enough for you guys. <laughs> Didn't do I it think we still got Oscar, man. If Oscar's going to defend that SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania, love, yeah, I yeah. Agree. I mean, they're setting up Mandy versus Oscar, right? So they probably should have had Mandy get a win or something. They yes. better have Mandy get like twenty yes. wins. Yes, well, not exactly. before Fastlane. <laughs> Is there a way to like get input something in all of our brains right now, like Man in Black, you know, where you click the button on the gimmick that makes us forget things and we forget how many matches Mandy lost and that she's going to get worked and ripped and destroyed by that beast of a wrestler. She's so badass. She's going to eat her alive, dude. 
No, and so we're going to get vignettes of Mandy trying to find out if Oscar has a boyfriend or husband that she can uh, seduce. Well, I, I'm pretty sure Mandy and Oscar is at Fastlane, which is only a week away, you know, a week from Sunday. It's not the WrestleMania match. Knowing what Vince thinks of that style of female wrestler, that style, that style of meaning Mandy here, yeah. does Mandy pull off the upset? Oh. What do you guys do if that happens? Shut down the SmackDown women's division. Do you quit? Just shut it down. <laughs> you know, Matt, after you said it, I'm like, oh, man, I could actually see that. <laughs> and defended at WrestleMania like a multi-person match. I could totally yeah. see that. You know, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I was thinking about this the other day. Remember how weird it was when Eva Marie faced Bailey for the NXT Women's Championship? Oh, something but they so played weird. us like a fiddle where they had the referee come out that Vince and corporate wanted there specifically and they made it seem like they were going to put the title on Eva Marie. They had Nia Jax come out and help her. Like when I think back that, that was actually a really awesome match and everything they did to set that up around the match. Uh, maybe not the wrestling itself but the way they right, presented right. The it story was around. masterful. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know, maybe with Mandy, maybe there's something they could do to, to – because uh, it's certainly not going to be the wrestling that is going to no, put that match short. open. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Um, Honky Tonk Man is going into the Hall of Fame. Second announcement. Well-deserved. Behind DX. Yeah. This is so where – um, yeah. Um, there's a, a big difference between, like, like, the WWE Hall of Fame and the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, right? Like, <laughs> yes, Ultimate Warrior will never be inducted into the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. To me, he's a no, no brainer for a Hall of Fame. Just on that, what a memorable character he was. Who cares if his work rate sucked? Um, we talking about Ultimate Warrior, yeah. He don't ne- care about work rate either, obviously. There's people in there that have no business, yeah, right. So, Goldberg, Kevin Nash, these guys, and Honky Tonk Man, and that's what makes me bring it up. These are some guys that will never be in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, but they're. You know, as, as much as WWE Hall of Fame is a joke, I mean, people, some people say that WWE Hall of Fame is a joke. These guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I yeah, no question. Yeah, I agree so, with you. Yeah. Who that, doesn't think the WWE so, Hall of Fame is a joke? I mean, I just like I, in be the honest, grand scheme of things. I don't. I think it's great. I think it's crappy on how they make their decisions. Like I'm making certain people wait based on heat. I think that's stupid. It's, it's silly. Uh-huh. I think Hunter has helped them get over it a little bit faster than normal in certain cases, right? Yeah. But I would argue it's a bigger spectacle. More people pay attention to it. More people are aware of any of them who get inducted versus who's in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I mean, maybe I not a joke is the right word. But it is so much based on what Vince thinks, I the think calculated decisions they make based on the th- the, the other wrestling Hall of Fame, I, my my opinion as a professional wrestler, is bigger than the Observer's Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, just to I don't know. Again, again, I know there's <clears throat> there's a difference between the hardcores and and uh, you know uh, and, and and the casual fans, but you know. Uh, Evan Lewis is in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, but the Ultimate Warrior isn't. You know what I mean? Um, right. Han cool. Schmidt is in there, but Goldberg won't be. So you didn't say Evan Lewis. You said Ed Lewis, right? No, Evan. Evan Lewis. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is in the WWE Hall of Fame, but Owen Hart isn't. Well, that's also not. I, well, I think on. Owen would be in there if if they can, if they could. Um, Owen, Owen will be. I bet. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's up to his wife. Uh, but Glenn, to your point, I know, yeah. like the undercard of the Hall of Fame. Every year, the main people that they induct to me are no-brainers. Like they should be in. Um, yes, the Snoop Dogs, maybe the Coco Bewares, the Bushwhackers, those are questionable. Yeah. Um, but the the main people that they put in, that the, the kind of the, the headliners are. There's not one year I could say that they put in a bad choice. I agree. I, I think it's it's a good way for the company to recognize people's contributions to the business. You know, I mean, I think that's why uh, we said it. I'm hoping this year with Cindy Lauper. I think there are some no brainers that just mm-hmm. the WWE should publicly pay thanks to in the most also over for, the top way. They possible. also look for proximity. Where are they going to be the next yeah. years? Where it makes sense. Cindy Lauper makes sense in MSG Mass. Uh, New oh York. my God, does it? I'm, I'm hoping. I, who else would they put in the celebrity wing this year? <sighs> Gotta be her, man. Yeah, they I put mean, some. I mean, they put some crappy ones that had nothing to do with this. Yeah, I mean, remember sometimes, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, Drew Carey is in there. Yeah, like, I'm gonna uh, say this now. If they Kid do Rock. some shit, I'm gonna just proclaim this. If they do some shit like Cindy Lauper doesn't go in this year, but they induct like Ti or Pitbull, I'm done. Oh, I'm done with the WWE. Product. Anything with them? Flowrider has, but has, the, has yeah. Ti ever done anything with WWE? No. Uh, my house. That was was that his or was that uh? That's Flowrider. Florida. Oh, see, this is how much I know. Okay, so uh, yeah, Florida goes in. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Like, just there's some <laughs> right. stupid inductee this it year. Brit- Britney's ex-husband. Who was that? Kevin Federline. Oh, Kevin yeah. Federline. Well, I mean, come on, Kevin. There's a there's a case to be made for K Fed. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, WWE no exposure for it on this time. It was him. Zero. No one ever remembers him anymore. Right. You know, you, when you look at actual celebrities that made a difference on business, uh, you got Tyson, Mr. T, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, they put Trump in. Trump was yeah. in, and he made a different. He different. He made a difference in business. No, um, did he, he put him in the hall? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he was inducted. Vince McMahon inducted him. Um, two thousand six. It was the the last time they were in New York. It wasn't WrestleMania twenty, right? No, that was the one with Rock and Cena. So okay, right? I, uh, in the chat, if anyone twenty nine. Uh, so yeah, I believe that was yeah twenty nine. Yeah. Okay, so six years ago wow. or twenty eight. One of those. Did Trump show up? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, no, he was there. He did the the whole bit. Yeah, um, and Lawrence Taylor. Some people, yeah, he's another one. He headlined to WrestleMania at a time when business was bad. He gave a little, a little something. Really, outside of those, no other celebrity has really, um, un- unless I'm forgetting someone, has really done something that helped the business or that that took it to another level or or helped take it even uh, mildly to another level. Cindy Lauper, I would argue the most. Oh, and and Mr. T and Tyson. Mr. T and Tyson. Yeah. Yes. Maybe they could make a case for Sylvester Stallone, I think, would also be tangential on the list just because of Rocky Three alone. Yeah, like a kind of... For what it did for Hogan, which in turn... Oh, yeah. Which in turn to do with WWE. It's with like that. a second degree of fame. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But not as much as Cindy, that's for sure. I mean, I was just, the other day I was watching an old thing and the, the Goonies are good enough video. I mean, you look at that, you look at the oh, yeah. wrestling album uh, and her contributions to that. I mean, just, yeah, everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Feud with Piper. It's fantastic. Yeah, Cindy's so we'll a no-brainer. See. Yeah, so I think Honky Talk Man, that was good. Uh, and that would pair nicely because they're going to have Jimmy Hart, I'm sure, there. Going to have a lot of people that uh, worked on that album. Oh, man, what if they remake Land of a Thousand Dances with the current roster? Oh, that, that was my favorite song <laughs> for the longest time. Absolutely. You guys, I'm going to freaking embarrass the shit out of myself right now. Okay. So, like, I used to have a record player where that would play, right? Over and over and over. And the WWF version? Yes. And I, <laughs> yes. 
and I power the the um, land of a thousand dances, and yeah. I God, I would tape record myself singing it. I'd have the hillbilly Jim <laughs> sticker because I never used him. Right, I had two of them. I had one in the tags that came with Hogan, and I had the one that was singles. So I'd use poor hillbilly Jim because he didn't matter to me, and I would sing into him as my mic. I'm even worse. I used to know that Hillbilly uh, Jim country song and the Piledriver album. Wow. It's called Waking Up Alone. <laughs> I, 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 knew the whole, I knew the whole album uh, word for word. Not Doug Gomez with a country boy, right? No, no, no. That was the first, that, that song was cool. It was like this romantic song on Piledriver. Oh, damn. It was called okay. Waking Up Alone. Him and some, some lady. I don't know who it was, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> oh. Wrestling's the best, dude. That's the best genre out there. I don't care what anybody Stand says. Stand back, Vince McMahon. <laughs> I was too young to appreciate how dark he was at the time. I didn't pick up on it. I thought he was cool. I swear to God. Yeah, it's like, well, this announcer, you know, he's, he's got some charisma. Yes. <laughs> As that was. I remember thinking the same thing. I do. Yeah. Some people yeah. pointing out uh, Floyd Mayweather too. I, I don't think he was as influential, but he definitely. I uh, we just mentioned now. Yeah, but yeah, he I mean, deserves other... to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um... mm-hmm. and respected the business too, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, you know, they've only announced two so far. What do you think? Seven this year? I mean, the usual amount. So Heart Foundation's rumored. You got Honky, and then um, yeah, uh, DX, and so. I think now you'll get the others. Someone had mentioned Taz that he's one of the rumored ones. Which, wow, I yeah, love that. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's that interesting. So, I mean, there's a ton of people you can pick. Um, and, and you can. Here's the thing, guys. In our in our era as kids, like 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 the uh, rock and wrestling era, like in the '80s, they could always go to that well because that is the gift that keeps on giving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The cartoon characters from the '80s. There's so many. They could pick two every year, three oh, yeah. every year that I could argue should be in the hall. Killer bees. Um, there, there's demolition. So many, demolition. There's so my God, demolition. There's so many. Demolition axes involved in a lawsuit with Ben, so that's not going to happen. But <laughs> but they should be in. <clears throat> I mean, what about? Uh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was going to speak of music. What about Jim Johnston? Or do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Pictures? I think eventually, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't like him. I'll be honest. I don't like him taking a slot from a wrestler. Can we get him in as another one, an extra, than they would normally put in? I'm cool with that. Yeah, I feel like there should be a thing for, like, the Lillian Garcias, the Jim Johnsons, you know, like the... Sure. Howard Finkel's a Hall of Famer, right? He I believe yeah, he is. He is. You sure as hell better be. What about Heyman? Or do you think they're going to save that for? Oh, for sure. Like, oh, for sure. We need day. we we need someone. Like the year they're just like we need another guy. But Heyman. <laughs> I feel like they're starting to get to that point now that they have to go to the groups, right? When Mania's in uh, when Mania's in Philadelphia, if Mania ever goes back to Philadelphia, Heyman. That's would a good be call. Luck. Could be a good yeah. call. Yeah, man, I would love to hear Heyman's speech if they just let him really go up there and just talk. Yeah. Yeah, that would be something. Uh, but Honky Talk, man. So I'm excited. I think WrestleMania in New York this year, uh, you know, it's going to be hard for them to screw it up. We'll see if they can do it. Yeah. Um, so we talked last night, Raj, about how, oh, this isn't a permanent thing. This is just temporary. They just did this as a one-off tonight. Again, Ricochet and Aleister Black tag-teaming against Rusev and Nakamura, picking up a win. Um, what did you think of this tonight, Matt? These guys as a team now. 
I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't. They're both very singular in their act Absolutely. and what their gimmick is, who they are, what they're about, and what they're fan. What, what in my opinion, people are going to pay to see. Right? I'm going to pay to watch Ricochet because he's amazing. What he does in that ring, he's different athletically. Looks like a movie star to me. Um, other one, um, Alistair, to me, has the coolest gimmick, the coolest entrance. At least he did it at NXT. Um, everything about him, his kicks, everything is just with such ruth, not ruthless aggression, but like with reckless abandon. His, his kicks, dude, they're brutal. They sound so crisp. Yeah. yeah, oh my God, they do, they ever. <laughs> I'd hate to take them. But um, yeah, and he's different, right? But he's his own entity. Don't F it up by, 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 by muddying the waters and putting somebody super duper athletic next to him, doing all these cool high spots. Because he himself is like dead man is kind of like a yeah undertakerish feel if you will but super athletic and doing cool things <laughs> you know cool athletic things that all the other ones are doing to this day from nxt so we can keep up with them i don't know i don't think you group it together like that matt well, yeah, I, i've made some of the exact yeah. same points on twitter i'm like you don't bring the undertaker in and have him in a tag team with hercules you know <laughs> right or, no, or, Coke, or or Owen Hart even, and I love Owen, but they just no. they, those characters don't fit. You got mm-hmm. Alistair Black with this cool entry. I mean, it would be like Bray Wyatt with Evan Bourne if, if you started him off with that. It is actually really good. Yeah, you, you know the the personalities don't. You know they, he has such a cool character. Aura. Yeah, and and, and Ricochet does too. He has his own completely uh, different. Yeah, yeah. So keep them separate. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you only had that first chance to make a first impression when you, when you bring him in and he's just kind of blending in with everybody else, you lose that specialness. And I think that Aleister Black and Ricochet are both special talents. Uh, yeah. They should be protected and uh, treated special. So I think Aleister Black just being thrown in these tag team matches uh, just kind of takes some of that aura away. It's late to me. Why does it feel lazy? I mean, I know they're not yeah. being lazy with this. They're both stars, and they know they're going to be stars there, like the company. So why would they book them specifically lazy? I feel like we're missing something here. Yeah. No story. They're, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry. Go. Go ahead, Glenn. Oh, no story, no setup. Just oh, they're tagging tonight. Right. I feel like that's who you do this with, right? That you do. I can. I hate to say this. I don't like to do it with Gargano and uh, Champa, who are supposed to be like deathly. Wanting to kill each other, right? Yeah. Um, but if there was two that I could see them doing it with, maybe I can see it being those two, right? Worst case scenario. But not these two. Right. They're so different. It's not even funny. And they're they both, need vignettes. They're both money. They need something. Yes. But if they're gonna yeah. pair them, be like, you know, he's a high flying jet set, or he's a Satanist. Watch yeah. what happens when they get together. And not yeah. one of those like EC3 promos where you put like four people's promos back to back, and you're like, oh, this guy shows his ass and gets his keys. Like real promos <laughs> that make you excited <laughs> to to see him. <laughs> Alistair Black. Alistair Black is a big star, man. He is in his aura. I don't know how to explain it. He's got something very different. Yeah. That they've right. got, and they've got to protect it. Yep. Yeah, I think in doing this, so they're, they're teaming up in the Dusty Classic. That's not too much of a spoiler. I think that news is out there. So they're going to continue the partnership in NXT, but either develop it or or just push these guys as singles. And I think it's still a mistake to package them, though, just because these could be the two biggest guys, uh, certainly of, of this yeah. this era, these call-ups. Of, these, of this round of call-ups. Sure. Yeah, or even the last round of call-ups. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, the call-ups know, this year that already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who got called up last year after Mania? I mean, maybe even going back there. I think Drew's the biggest one. 
Yeah, yeah, Drew. But Drew was coming back from injury. It was almost like a fresh start for him, as opposed to going straight from NXT. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, um, but yeah, for sure, Drew was the last one that was uh, effective from NXT. But the difference is, though, man. I don't know about you. I would buy Ricochet merchandise or Alistair Black merchandise. I would never buy Drew McIntyre merchandise. Oh, yeah, I, I, I second that. Drew's a Drew's a heel. He's not a, a he's baby not gonna, face, and he's not going to have cool things. I mean, that that yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as an attraction, I mean, I agree with you. Drew is is just a magnificent. One could argue, and I remember it: man. John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. You got Mister, you know what I mean, all in your face with all these gimmicks and blow up. I remember John making it when John created the 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 blow up these. Yeah, yeah. Start selling the word life. He came up with that gimmick himself to start right. selling. John's a genius with that stuff with merch. But okay, so you had him doing crap like that, right? And then you had Brock Lesnar, that people would argue was pretty vanilla on the mic and boring at the time when he was brand new, two thousand two or two thousand, you know, two thousand, two thousand one, yeah. two thousand two, whatever the hell it was. He can't called up rather two thousand two, I think. Um, do you know what I mean? Like you weren't gonna buy a Brock Lesnar T-shirt then, but you'd be sure as hell to buy a John Cena T-shirt. But right. Brock Lesnar was plenty big a star for the company. Yeah, that's true. Right. So that's someone true. finds something that that you know makes them a merch seller, like like uh, Brizongo, you know, there for a little bit. And, and not Brizongo. I'm not comparing to Brock Lesnar or John <laughs> Cena, but you just sometimes you just never know with certain talents. Like they they'll find something. They'll they'll find their personality. They'll they'll find a you know. It, Drew turns babyface and cuts a, cuts killer promos, and all of a sudden he's the hottest babyface on the roster. You just never know. It's just some crazy line like Suplex City, like Brock did, and it, and it catches fire, you know. But whatever Drew says, you know what I mean? It might catch. You never know. And Dude, you Austin. You can't base it on that either. You know what I mean? I think they're wrong. people are wrong to base, you know, merch sales on if somebody's really a top True. talent. Because I would argue Drew is absolutely a main event level champion, a mm-hmm. perennial champion, I would argue eventual perennial champion yeah uh, for the company and he doesn't sell no merch i'm fine with that yeah yeah so black covered nakamura for the pin um yeah it was what it was just that? wait repeat that sentence so alice the black <laughs> covered shinsuke nakamura for the pin and the okay. win can we just really beat this into the ground really fans at home watching alistair black if you were told this a year ago would be wrestling nakamura how excited would you all be at home I'd freaking cancel everything. I'd cancel a day of work <laughs> just to get ready and make sure nothing happens in my or some crap like that. You get the quick candles all lit up. <laughs> Let's be clear. I'm just a big. I'm the biggest fan there is. I love wrestling, especially good wrestling. And that would have been great wrestling. Yeah. And you know what I mean. And look where they're at. Look how meaningless they made Nakamura. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Nakamura's contract help. is coming up. I don't care. Right. He's Nakamura. And you know, going back to what we were just talking about, wouldn't it have been more effective for like this was kind of a forgotten tag team match, right? Wouldn't it have been more effective as Alistair Black beat Nakamura one on one, and then Ricochet oh beat God. Rusev one on one? If these were divided up into singles matches, that was and they had and they had Lana doing the promo for this match, All right? Of course, they got to give her, yeah. But hey, let me ask you guys. On top of it, what is Nakamura really known for? That it factor, that thing that makes everybody pop for him and get a reaction or get goosebumps when his music would hit. What is it? It's a cool factor he has, right? You'd agree. He's got a cool a factor to him. He did. Yeah. He did, right? Yeah. Same with Homeboy. Same with uh, the NXT kid. Um, come on. The, we just with either with Alistair or with Ricochet. I mean, they're same both with, cool. Listen to me. Same with Alistair Black. 
Yeah. Right. So like they had, they both had that cool um, aura, auras. Both of them did. And they, it just made sense to pair them up in singles. It just, it just did it every sense. Yeah. I agree. Um, AJ Styles was backstage with Kayla Braxton, who now I'm starting to confuse with Charlie Caruso. I just, I think they're the same woman, just with different names on different brands. Um, they can't cut their hair. Is, but that's just how much I pay attention to the backstage interviewers. Um, but anyhow, uh, so Kayla Braxton was at Ric Flair's uh, birthday bash. It, it, like the like actual, actual birthday bash, the surprise birthday party that Dennis Rodman, you know, uh, Todd Gurley, all those guys were at. Kayla Braxton was there with Charlotte Flair. Here's a little wow. random tidbit. <laughs> Raj is hot on the backstage. <laughs> what's going on in the world of professional wrestling <laughs> it's just when, when i'm like when i'm like listing the names that are there it's like edge aj styles you know triple h shane mcmahon kayla braxton <laughs> you know right. it was More uh than you thought she was yeah <laughs> so yeah in yeah. fairness her and charlie do have similar hairstyles um but no i think it's just the way that the, the backstage rule room doesn't really allow them a chance it's to meaning show. Like a lot of the yeah they don't let them right. show their personality right. mm-hmm. um so anyhow, uh, AJ was to say glad to hear the Romans in remission. And um, then Randy Orton came out to challenge AJ Styles uh, and just claimed that he uh, smacked out the house that AJ Styles built. So is this a downgrade for AJ feud-wise? This guy has been in the title picture, not only as champion, but just in chasing the title for quite some time. And now he's in a feud with Orton, who seems like the standby guy when they, when yeah, they need someone. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. I, I like it for okay. I will say this much. I like it for a notch on AJ's belt, right? You can always go back to the highlight reel when he whipped a, um, Randy's ass, right? And um Ada Styles clash, you know what I mean, or whatnot. So that's great for highlight videos down the road. But for WrestleMania, like I'm so frustrated because AJ's my favorite wrestler on that show. Like, he's not in there with Daniel Bryan for the title, but they screwed the booch by giving it to us way too early. Bryan versus AJ. They made it basically all but meaningless after a while, which I was shocked could even happen. You guys remember the day Daniel Bryan came back? Remember when yeah. you told me, Raj? Yeah. I, I wouldn't shut up. I was like a five year old. I could not believe I was so excited. Oh, yeah. To see AJ versus Daniel Bryan, I told you guys I'd pay any amount of money to see that match, you know. And then they screwed up. So now when I see AJ versus that today, it pisses me off. But I'm hoping he he'll definitely be able to rebound from this. Yeah, and and really uh, with Randy Orton, um, I mean, kind of who else is there? I mean, it, you want to put Randy? I mean, AJ in with the big name? It screwed him. This is like what they did with it. I hate to say it, when he had wrestle. Uh, what was it, Shane? Right, yeah. AJ catch catch really a lot of fire. Right, he's starting to get super hot. Yeah, you should have had a little bit bigger of a match. Shane's a big match. Don't get me wrong, but, but beating Shane and Shane McMahon and come on, yeah, I, you know, I wonder if this is a, a fast lane uh, tease or WrestleMania because you only have so many single spots at WrestleMania. I'm worried that it's Mania because what else is there for him? Yeah. For Mania, tell me what I'm missing because they're still they're, they're still doing that storyline where he's being tough guy, right? Where Vince is trying to get like. To, I feel like he kind of dropped it tonight. He was talking about how he's been disappointing and it hasn't. Been, <laughs> you know? And maybe they shouldn't have put him in a feud where the centerpiece was guys kicking each other in the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think. Well, just when you when you your gimmick is that you're you're revamped and you're you know tough guy, and then you're losing every big match. It, 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 there's a disconnect after a while, so. 
I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I think Daniel Bryan should be in that world title position. I think he's been uh, just fantastic lately. I agree with Matt. I think a, a Daniel Bryan and AJ, if they did, hadn't blown their wad early on and saved it for Mania, that would have been awesome. But now it's too late now. Like, I don't even want to see that match anymore because it's been done so much. Isn't it crazy? I'd rather see Kofi Kingston versus yeah. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan excites me right oh, now. And that's uh, on SmackDown, you know, I can't believe I'm saying these sentences. Yeah. Although once Kofi gets the belt, I'd like to see Kofi versus AJ. I think that'd be compelling. Oh, kill it for sure. Uh, yeah. God, I, I'd pay money. You guys, it'd be an all-day affair of going over that match. Mark my words. Yeah. With those two, um, Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens did face Daniel Bryan and Rowan tonight in tag action. And, uh, yeah, I thought this was a good reintroduction to Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin and Kofi ended up winning. Uh, no tension between them at all. So it seems like Owens is uh, definitely playing light baby face in this. Uh, hasn't really cut a promo yet, but we did see him backstage with Shane and Stephanie. What did you think of this match and uh, seeing Rowan in the ring again, Matt? Dug it. I, I, I think that guy is so underrated. Do you know what I mean? Don't you? Mm-hmm. He's so I underrated. He's good. Luke Harper's even more underrated, obviously, but yeah, never mind. Um, Rowan has improved immensely, and this is a good fit for him. This is the perfect speed for him. To, you know what I mean? He gets they, they get to make a lot out of his size. I dig what Daniel Bryan does with him. Yeah, but what about with a big rubber mallet? I mean, wouldn't that really enhance <laughs> old Redbeard? <laughs> right, right. With his Game of Thrones outfit, um, this is a big improvement. I gotta say. Um, yeah. The one thing I didn't like, and you know, everyone can count on me for finding something negative, <laughs> is uh, I don't like that they beat Daniel Bryan so much. This is like the fourth time he's been pinned. He's been pinned by Kofi a couple times, Mustafa Ali. It's like the only way they know to build a challenger is to pin the champion. And Owens is a big enough star that he doesn't he doesn't need to pin Bryan here to be seen no. as a world title contender. He no, could just pin Rowan. But anybody else, yeah. Yeah, just pin Rowan. Don't have Daniel Bryan lose all the time to where it's just kind of a norm that it's not a big deal when someone pins him. I do feel he had to beat somebody huge, star quality that's even bigger than himself, right? Like in somebody, AJ, or in somebody. Um, because he's been out for so long, and those promos they did for him did him no justice, you guys. Yeah. You know, they made oh, him for sure. that mellow-looking guy on the planet, which is ridiculous because he, in my opinion, is <laughs> entertaining dude on yeah. the planet you just let shut up and let him just listen to him especially yeah. tag matches on the on the apron yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like how much they beat champions on wwe i just think it no. just brings it, it doesn't make it special to pin a champion seeing a champion get pinned should be a big deal and you see it all the time now well i would normally agree with that i would right but they do it's not like it used to be where a champion has the belt for friggin 18 years or eight years or three years even one year even a lot of the time yeah right so like are they really that unmeetable when you really think about it these champions they win the title they won them they won the match in which there was a championship on the line were great hooray for them they won the title but does that automatically make them tougher all of a sudden do they get extra powers of strength all of a sudden because of this title if it's done right it could be um you know, look what it did for Savage or, you know, and Austin. And But do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, let's use logic here. 
Right. I know it's crazy because it is wrestling. And a lot of time we we have to spend mm-hmm. our disbelief. We have to. But geez, for crying out loud, dude, when I take a guy and I shoot him, he actually hits the ropes and runs back at me for crying out loud. So <laughs> we really need to spend our disbelief to go right. along with wrestling. Okay. So that said, but look at UFC. Okay, when a guy wins a title, he does now all of a sudden know 55 new moves. He doesn't know like 300 new, you know, this or that or wrestling moves make him better just because he's a title winner. It's not the yeah. way it is. But but he also doesn't lose his next three fights and he's still the champion. <laughs> you know, loses the title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you lose, you should. Hey, has the, there been non title? This is a stupid question, but I'll ask you. Has there been non title? matches ever like in like a shoot sport that i mean yeah i mean uh if someone misses weight uh the the fights Uh, moved to non-title um i can't remember the last time i can't remember if it's happened in ufc i remember it happened in um wec with chael sonnen and uh gosh what was that guy's name uh but chael sonnen actually beat the guy who was the champion and didn't win the title because the guy missed weight Uh, i'm forgetting the name but Chosan would have to then be, because he would be he would have been rewarded the title and right he didn't, he didn't make weight or something he, yeah and I think they've changed that rule since that if a champion loses weight I mean misses weight and still wins um, that he's still he's no longer a champion he's stripped or it's vacant or something like that huh well if he listen if the cha- if the champion's a champion right and they go there and they're overweight and they lose they deserve to lose that title right yeah. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise you could just keep holding on to the title forever by just missing weight every fight. What a great game. Oh, my God. Champion's advantage. That's my new game. I need to do this, you guys. Well, I mean, WWE, you can kind of do that. You you just get DQ'd every match right off the bat, and you could hold the title forever. Yeah, get counted out. Just walk to the back. Right. Uh, So, all in all... I mean, do we even need to to give a recap grade tonight? No, but I will say it's probably one of our best shows that we've done on here. I will put ourselves over that much. This was definitely an entertaining show for the fans watching. (laughs) Hey, we aim to please. Um, So uh, before we wrap it up, uh, let's talk WrestleMania 36 location. Raj, has there been any rumors? Yeah, so it looks like almost certainly it's going to be in Tampa. Uh, Really? Yeah. Um, So here, uh, what's the name of that stadium? The XFL is going to have a team there. Um, hold on not, a second. Not sunlight. That's uh, Raymond James Stadium. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. Hey, wh- where is the Hall of Fame going to be this year? By the way, it's going to be at a MSG, right? No, no. Uh, ROH place. has MSG. <laughs> of course it does. Where Where is it going to be? Barclays. Barclays. Yeah. So yeah, ROH at MSG, first ever non WWE wrestling event at the Madison Square Garden Arena proper. Um. Since the McMahons started promoting, really. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting their, year. Who's Ring of Honor have? Who's their big like stars that people will pay to see? Well, I mean, that's kind of the 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 problem right now is all the guys kind of left. Um, the the main guys, Cody, uh, the Bucks, are, are now you know with AEW. But uh, Jay White, um, you know, Bandito, they recently signed. Uh, they recently Bandito, signed, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, PCO. Matt Taven. Um, so they got a lot of good young talent. And then this is a New Japan ROH co-branded show. So you're going to have Tanahashi, Okada, you know, all the top New Japan PCO. stars. Was, Sil- was, was Sylvain Granier busy or something? <laughs> PCO. You're going to tell me like next. Some- God, <laughs> Who is Meat? What was that guy's name? Uh, St- Sean Stasiak or Stan Stasiak? 
Yeah, you're right. Shantasiac stand sign. <laughs> Dude, he looked like a million dollars, though. He did. He did. He yeah, he had the look. Oh, and it should be noted uh, that Kevin Owens won and did the stunner tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just tweeted out, hey, Steve Austin, I finally figured it out. <laughs> I didn't think that stunner looked good, but <laughs> he won with it. <sighs> we'll see. So uh, maybe he'll be on SmackDown now. Looks like for this foreseeable future. Although, don't you guys feel like between the new NXT call-ups and the stuff with Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda, the brand split starting to really feel a little irrelevant? I kind of like all the mixing. I can't believe I'm saying that, though. Don't you guys? I almost like not having the brand split. It, like you, right. you keep storylines a little separate, but and you have yeah. the big stars on both. But this was—I don't know if you guys remember this. If you, if you go back to our draft shows, I would say like the the cycle was that when they start off, they keep them separate and they keep them equal. Then slowly, Raw becomes the A show, SmackDown becomes the B show. Then mm-hmm. they start doing integrating the pay per views again. And then they start integrating the, the then you start having talent appearing on both. Then they integrate the live events. And then sooner or later, the, the brand split's dead. So we're seeing all, all of that kind of happening again. You forgot the part where SmackDown starts to have better quality shows, does much yeah. better, has better talent out yeah. you, and better writing. And then lo and behold, something happens where like they really start to bury SmackDown in like a, a lot of Survivor Series where they go over for. Yeah. They get jealous, and the next thing you know, Raw's being shoved down the throat. It's a flagship show again. Right. <laughs> but and, that, that, that can't happen this year with uh, SmackDown moving to Fox. I love that. I do love and that. It's going to be interesting because I think if WWE really wants to get popular again, I think you got to make SmackDown your A show because it's Damn. easier to get new fans watching a two-hour show. Thank you. On network TV, then uh, then getting a new fan to watch a three-hour show every week. Nobody's sitting at home, and, like for Raw, Glenn. We're boring, Glenn. If no, no, I'm sorry. I'm just it's been a long day, folks. I apologize. Not so, nothing so, to do with this podcast. Going through a really crappy time, so thank you for even doing this yeah. show with us, man. Um, but but like you guys, like Raw is always considered a flagship show, right? Like they always compared to The Simpsons, longest running episode of television in the history of man. Great, good story. <laughs> um, they they stick on that, right? It's a big hard on they have for everything WWE is that show being on from the day one and the longest running show yada 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 great but so because of that they they book themselves into a corner usually is their excuse with not giving SmackDown a fair share a fair shake if you will now they're not going to have a choice right in my opinion like you guys, like you said too Raj they've got to book SmackDown huge and, and bigger and here's your chance to do it right you have to evolve eventually yeah. So they've just yeah. got to let it go with that thinking that Raw has to be the issue. They've got to let it go. Yep. I and agree. Oh, leaps and bounds, you guys. Got to get it out of your head. Get that mentality gone. To change on Fox, Raj. Yeah. It's got to. The viewers they're not they're doing right now. I know Fox. You're going to automatically get more viewers, but you're also going to automatically lose them on Friday. That won't fly on Fox. So they need to improve. They need to make that the A show. What'd you say about Friday? I'm sorry. On you know, Friday nights are the second worst night for viewership. You know, I, so and that's when it's going to be on. Yeah, it's Friday night to start at least to start. The to Fox start. Uh, commented that that might not be permanent, but that's what set to debut for the for first run. And I think them saying it's not permanent is because right now their shows on Friday night is that Tim Allen show. Oh yeah, uh, and it's doing huge numbers. It's doing like six million viewers a week. <laughs> what were the shows previous to Tim Allen show doing? It was like two million. Not that like, much. That's where they always put like the sci-fi stuff. Um, right. They always sort of bury it on or, Friday. Like the Gordon Ramsay stuff too. That, that was on there yeah. for a while. Six million. Yeah. 
So I'm sure Smackdown's like, not doing six million. No. And so I, I could kind of see them uh, during football season. They have it on Friday nights to start once football season's over, move it to Thursdays or even to back to Tuesdays. I don't know. And then, you know, because Tuesdays right now aren't that hot on, on Fox. They're hey. like doing 2.5 million to 3 million a, a week. What about rumors for AEW? Do you guys, because you guys don't read all the news anymore, you know that. So what am I missing <laughs> out on AEW? So Cody, we have an interview with him. Great segue, actually. Uh, just dropped today. It's uh, If you check it out, he says they're looking for stadiums for uh, their upcoming events. And uh, they're close on a TV deal. They, that's all huh. they're saying. We don't know any hints, nothing. Just, uh, I mean, if... if if it's better than Spike is is what Meltzer had reported before, uh, that narrows it down because you know it's yeah. not going to be like the you know uh, Fox News or MSNBC. So we need to look at like the real stations that are bigger. Uh, there's yeah, not I that like many both of those channels, by the way. Like, Lifetime, right? Yeah. It's not going to be Lifetime. It's not going to be any of the Fox channels because WWE. BT. It's not going to be any of the M- NBC channels because of uh, WWE. So that, you know, that really limits it to like your TNTs, TBSs, um, you know, sh- uh, stations like that. Huh. So, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And that really is exciting. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, when it's, will we know? I mean, it's not done. So huh. un- until they can finalize the deal, um, we're not going to know. I mean, it could it could be one of those things that falls apart, but apparently they have a couple different people that they're talking to. So... <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to rewind this, and the fans have to rewind what I'm about to say now. Like five years from now, I'm like, remember Matt Morgan said this place was going to blow up, and it sucked, and nothing happened. <laughs> um, look at what's happening with AEW right now, and look how things are falling into place for him. Yeah. T- with timing, timing is everything in this business. You guys, the first lesson I ever learned in wrestling is timing. Is that? And you, and you know what? Remember how we've talked about how the best thing for WWE fans is for AEW to be successful? After that sellout in Vegas, you're seeing WWE. All of a sudden, the shows are a lot better, and they're they're bringing Bruce Pritchard back, and they're making all these weird moves that they wouldn't have done before, and they're bringing up the NXT guys. Uh, Good and, call. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's just sudden. Of signing back Bruce and putting him there, okay, also to, to potentially you know get him away from AEW. Yeah. Yeah. He is good enough to freaking – right for them and make them huge in my opinion yeah uh, so but, but but also you said arn right arn yeah. billy gun um they got some good behind the scenes muscle they really really do just starting off i'm saying mm-hmm. and the talent and then the tv get chris jericho i mean man cody they gotta they gotta mm. and i have yeah. a feeling there's gonna be some others that fall into place for him too that we're not even aware it could happen they've had a tremendous amount of not luck, but wow. um, good fortune. Mm. Not good. I mean, it's all deserved. Yeah, timing. Uh, the, the contracts coming up with it, all those guys at the same time. Um, I mean, it's just the pieces have really been falling into place for them. So it's like with wrestling. Remember, I told you like when they're trying to put Sheamus and guys around that time, like Sheamus won the world title. And people were like, How, we didn't expect to see him as a world champion because they were so desperate to get young talent over at that time, mm. right? Versus now, that's all they have is young talent, young talent for freaking days. They have it because it's all about timing. Yeah. You know no offense to Sheamus, but imagine if he started now and this was his rookie year just being called up. Would not have been the same story, right? Timing, yeah. timing, and money. They got money behind them. Absolutely. Yes, I do have money behind them. Well, we'll see, uh, Matt Morgan. Before we take it home, anything you want to plug? 
No, I do not. Cool. Raj, you mentioned the Cody interview live Co- on the site. Cody interview is live on the site. It's on today's weekly. Uh, please uh, subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe to the Wrestling Inc. channel. You'll get all of that, plus this podcast. And, and please leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone that's reached out to me. Uh, as people know, I am in Florida for my grandfather's funeral. What? Uh, it was today. I'm down south, man. I'm about two hours south of you. Uh, down man, would you not share that with me, bro? I swear to God. Sorry. I, no, uh, well, just here for literally 48 hours. And I go back first thing in the morning. Um, but no, I want to thank everyone. You guys have all been so, so kind. Uh, I've gotten great condolences and well wishes from people on social media. Greatly appreciate that. And I will be back in my home studio set up. Monday night when we're here to tackle Monday Night Raw, uh, the go-home show for Fastlane. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. And again, leave us those reviews on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Thanks.